good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Courtney Cup, Henny Cup gave me. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native local news and events from Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, we're honest about it, so hey, oh, I just also, too... Uh, Want, and I had a little uh, speech on this a couple of days ago, but we just want to give a big shout out to uh, the people that support us and supported us on Patreon over the years. Uh, it's really helped out. And uh, there was times when advertising wasn't coming in. So a big peenie to all our supporters and sponsors. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And uh, we know who you are and we appreciate you. Yeah. Ja. Appreciate you. Ja. Very Minnesotan today on a Friday. Yeah, and you got those crooked fingers. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> and so I didn't realize that uh, mine aren't that crooked, so um, well, I don't know, we'll have to talk about that off the air. Well, yeah, it's I don't know where that came from. Uh, we were just talking on a facade story here, but to tell the world about my curved the pinkies, uh, my pinky fingers, which someone told me a long time ago that that was a Native <laughs> American trait to have. Yeah curved pinkies um i'm not sure if i believe that interesting mm. i never but... heard it my fingers aren't well they're curved a little bit aren't they i guess they do yeah so maybe it is uh, who knows <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask dr staley on yeah, that one well and then if wendy was here we could uh we could compare but she's uh yeah. holding down the fort at our other place hey uh there's events going on we should probably talk about that uh here in native roots radio and then we kind of have a a different little vibe today on the show. We're going to be talking about some uh, Native American history and some um, do's and don'ts and uh, maybe a little music here and there. And then, of course, wrapping up with Wendy and our sacred animal section that we've been doing for seven years, uh, Haley. I know. And I, I just love listening to Wendy. She just has the uh, a perfect radio voice, one. And then, <laughs> two, I learned so much um, through all the fun facts that she shares. Yeah. Um, I want to start out. There's a event coming up. We have uh, State Representative Heather Keeler, who's been on oh. the show a number of times, and we love she's Heather. She's guest hosted. <laughs> yeah, she's a great guest host, too, by the easy, way. Easy, easy. Ooh, a little <laughs> jealous. Um, but <laughs> Heather Keeler has a re-election kickoff fundraiser coming up uh, Wednesday, January 24th at 4 p.m. Uh, again, Wednesday, January 24th, re-election kickoff fundraiser for Heather Keeler. And you can RSVP to Maria at DFLhouse.com mm-hmm. for that location. So um, that's at 4 p.m. Yeah. Hopefully we can maybe make a quick appearance before our show. We can send you up there. Okay. Oh, where I'll is it? I'll report live. Oh, it's down here. I'm assuming it's somewhere um, in the in the. Where where did it say? That's it was? a great question. You know, it said to RSVP to Maria at DFL House for a location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be up there, and you're going to have a long drive in uh, Moorhead. Moorhead. Yeah, I know, but it'll be worth it. Oh yeah, always got to support <laughs> our our native sisters and yeah, those definitely. representing us in the state. Definitely, and we love Heather, and Heather's a doer, and she doesn't mess around, and uh, I think people. Uh, that don't think in a good way are intimidated by that, but uh, mm-hmm. strong women and our matriarchs are what make Native Americans. And and so yeah. I, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Well, and there's another thing coming up. This one looks so fun. I might have to get tickets to this myself. Oh. 
Uh, this is this event is happening at the Parkway Theater. Yeah. You uh, don't want to forget. Uh, this is going to be an unforgettable night of hilarity and Ojibwe humor. Huh. <laughs> um, the Indian Way comedy is the all Ojibwe comedy trio of Johnny the Ojibwe outlaw Roberts, Trish <laughs> Cook, and Donovan Arkenbolt, along with hilarious special guests and hosted by Deanna Ray Standing Cloud. We've had them all on the radio show. Yes, we we'll have. Have, have to write that down somewhere and get them on to to uh to promote that yes so this is going to be indigenous comedy at its finest uh happening friday january 26th at 7 30 p.m um out at the parkway theater in uh the address for that is 4814 chicago avenue minneapolis yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i love that theater wendy and i saw harold and maude there about uh a year ago it was it was fabulous and they had a, a guy <laughs> Uh, playing Cat Stevens, and I was singing oh. along with him because he said you could sing along. And uh, the lady next to me uh, told you to stop. She said that, uh, told the Wendy <laughs> that um, I sounded better than I sounded more like Cat Stevens and the guy singing. And I went, oh. oh, you know, I have perfect pitch, Haley. You just don't know that about me. I'm a great singer. Oh, I was told that too. I might get that from you. Maybe it runs in the family. It probably runs in the family. Yeah. Seeing that you're not my daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too junk, though. Yeah, but daughter in a good way and Indian way. What else do we got? Yeah, so NAC, one of our uh, great sponsors who we love, Dr. Stately and everyone out at Native American Community Clinic in Minneapolis, they're going to be hosting another winter storytelling. Uh, this is joining NAC and MIWRC for a winter storytelling event featuring Devere Fairbanks and Joseph Sutherland. Uh, food and warm drinks will be provided and all are welcome to attend. So I don't think that this will be taking place over Zoom. It looks like this is an in-person event. Uh, Friday, January 26, 6 to 8 p.m. MIWRC, uh, 2315th Avenue South, Minneapolis. Wow. Well, maybe we can do a pre-record that day and head, head over there. I would love to. I know we did the last uh, winter storytelling with them, mm. with Knack. Do you remember that, Barry Hand? And, mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was uh, over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Uh, Barry yeah. Hand even mentioned a Ho-Chunk story, which was awesome. Yeah, we love Barry. So shout out to you, Barry. Um, there's another thing going on. We're going to be having... Uh, uh, Leah Hale as a guest, hopefully uh, yeah. coming up before the re- release of this film series, The Electric Indian. Uh, hockey le- legend Henry Boucher was a uh, Boucher, Boucher, sorry, yeah. was a former National Hockey League player, a U.S. Olympic silver medalist, and member of the Ojibwe Nation. The Electric Indian profiles his outstanding life and hockey career from early stardom to crushing defeat and journey to healing. So uh, the Electric Indian is going to be released at the main cinema Wednesday, January 31st at 7 p.m. And Mm. tickets are $15. Well, you know, I just got to say something quickly about Henry Boucher. We sold his books at uh, uh, Native Roots Trading Post and he signed them. He was a great ally. He uh, did a lot of great work. with the mascots, anti-mascots, uh, with the Washington team, and he was really big in that. And uh, we saw him last year, Haley, at uh, yeah. Shakopee Powwow. Yeah, right. And uh, that was, and a few weeks later, he passed on. So it was really sad because we had just seen him. Yeah, good spirits. Um, but I got to just tell you this quick story here before uh, we end the segment, and that's. Um, I don't know if you know this, but he was brutally attacked uh, on the ice at roughly, I think he was like 24 or 25 years old. And he um, he had double vision in his eyes the rest of his life. And he sued the NHL. Yeah, I think I did have to research that a bit before, but thank you for reminding me. Yeah. And uh, so he's had a rough, rough deal because he was one of the greatest uh, hockey players coming out of Minnesota. Yeah. He was, he didn't go to college. He was drafted basically out of high school. He was 19 years old when he started playing in the NHL. And what I like too, there's pictures of Henry. He played for the Minnesota fighting saints, which uh, was a, a professional hockey team based out of St. Paul in the seventies. That mm. was rivaling the NHL back then. It was the WHA. World Hockey Association, and that's how Gretzky got his start. He was 18 oh. years old when he was playing in that league. And Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of history there. But 
I when I used to lace up my skates and put my headband on like uh, Henry, everyone thought I would look like Henry Boucher. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good thing or bad thing at being young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just remember, you know, the you talk about meeting the last time we saw Henry in person was at the Shakopee Pawa. And that, that was my first time uh, having the pleasure to meet Henry in person and just what a great spirit and yeah. just so friendly and so warm and inviting. And mm-hmm. I just wish I had longer time to uh, ask him questions and just get to know him. Yeah. Uh, he'll always be in our heart, uh, Henry, and uh, a great man. And you'll yeah. be truly missed and uh, looking forward to the documentary. Absolutely. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. And it's Haley and I today and Wendy later on with our sacred animal section. We got more Coming up in uh, just a minute, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. Did I already say that? Yeah, stay with us. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Become a teacher and ignite change. Join the St. Paul Urban Residency Program to become a teacher in just 15 months. You can earn your master's degree and teaching license from the University of St. Thomas while earning a $30,000 stipend, single health care, and dental benefits. As an added bonus, next year's cohort, all residents will receive $20,000 towards their tuition. Apply now. Applications due February 28, 2024. Visit spps.org backslash s-u-t-r. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, Right here on AM 950. I checked the parking lot before I left work. I looked in my back seat before I got in my car. On my way home, I watched in my rearview mirror to make sure I wasn't being followed. I did all the things I was supposed to do to keep myself from being sexually assaulted. But she forgot. I was her partner. I was her partner. I was her partner. You have the right to say no to your partner. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Great organization and I always love to uh, be a partner with them and be... Uh, connected in with them in any way we can they do great work all over turtle island and uh um it's really uh that group's just awesome and been partners with us for a long time haley haley um just coming in it seems like uh we got a report from uh our governor is it correct or is it the wisconsin governor this is uh, the Wisconsin governor, Tony Evers. Uh, we have another update. We played one earlier in the week, but that was from last week. So this is uh, this week's. Well, you don't have to tell secrets, but yeah, let's take oh. a listen. <laughs> governor Tony Evers here with my weekly update. Expanding access to safe, stable, and affordable housing is a key part of our work to support kids and families, bolster our state's workforce and economy, and ensure our communities continue to grow and thrive. Since 2019, through programs at the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority and our Neighborhood Investment Fund, we've been proud to help build more than 14,000 affordable housing units across the state and counting. And last summer, I was proud to sign a budget that made the largest investment in affordable housing in our state's history with a historic $525 million investment. This funding, along with a corresponding package of bills I signed last year, will help address the issues we face when it comes to making sure 
We have housing that is affordable and well-maintained for workers and families across our state. And these efforts are already underway. Last month, I announced two new loan programs created out of this investment. The Restore Main Street and Vacancy to Vitality programs that are now available. The Restore Main Street loan program will help improve housing above commercial spaces, while the Vacancy to Vitality loan program will help cover the costs of converting a vacant commercial building into a workforce or senior housing. More good news came last month when we announced the rollout of a new federally funded Home America Rescue Plan program that will build on our work to provide safe, affordable housing for low-income and housing insecure households. These programs and our continued work to expand affordable housing will help us connect the dots between some of the most pressing challenges facing our state and build the future we want for our kids, families, and workforce. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Pini Gigi. Uh, there, uh, Governor Evers, we really appreciate your updates and uh, all the things that you're doing, especially it sounds like with uh, some housing for, and housing's always an issue, but always concentrating on our workers and families. That's uh, awesome, Haley. And uh, we really appreciate these updates and uh, for our relatives in Wisconsin, but also uh, people listening all over Turtle Island to get the updates, what's happening at uh in Wisconsin. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about housing and affordable housing, uh, it's great to hear that they're doing that type of work in Wisconsin as well. I know we're looking forward to the new American Indian Center uh, being built here in Minneapolis, and Mm -hmm. they're going to be having some affordable housing uh, in the upper level of that unit as well. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Some, uh, yeah, it's uh, on the top level. So Wow. It's exciting. Because we know we need that definitely here in in the Twin Cities metro. Definitely. Hey, so what else is going on, Haley, uh, this weekend? I know uh, a lot is happening. What's happening? Yeah. Well, uh, the Four Sisters Farmers Market and All My Relations Arts have teamed up over at NACD, the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis, and they will be hosting an artisan market. Their first half was actually this morning, uh, Friday from 10 to 2, but they will also be holding it Saturday also from 10 to 2, which is at 1414 East Franklin Avenue. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Lots of good vendors. And uh, if you're looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gift or even something sweet for yourself, I would definitely recommend going over there. I know uh, some of the artists participating are Brian Dow, uh, Laylee Aguilar, Brooke LaFlo, one of our good friends. Oh, Marcy Rendon will be there. The author, um, Courtney Cochran, uh, Jolene Jones. Good lineup. Oh. So, yeah, I'll yeah, definitely. definitely be checking that out. Definitely. And, you know, uh, us Native, uh, our Native uh, sisters and uh, mothers and relatives, they uh, they like the biggest earrings. And so let's go there that's and so get true. some. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, uh, so Brooke will be there. I'm sure she'll be there for a little uh, Ninny Johnningus. And um, I know that she, Brooke also sells some of Amber's stuff. Amber Bukanaga, who was the costume designer for New Native Theater's last production, A Christmas in Ochapi. Um, and I know Amber's, some of her uh, fashion work, uh, specifically in clothing pieces, have been featured in New York Fashion Week. And I know uh, coming up in February, that she'll be out there in New York as well. So come check out some of her beaded pieces. I know I've seen them, and I definitely uh, have my eyes on a few pieces. So yeah, well, and they're fun too. And she'll be doing. She has designs for our scarves too at Native Roots Trading Post. So that's awesome. And she's an awesome person, person, and a, a great artist. And uh, yeah, I, my daughter and uh, Wendy will be at that art show this year. Uh, Jalisa and uh, Wendy will be at that art show in New York this year. The Fashion Week. <laughs> yeah, the Fashion New York, Week. New York Fashion Week. Thank that's you. It's huge. Yeah, that's a great thing to be a part of and just have Native representation out there. Um, one thing, too, that we mentioned in the previous segment, um, the Electric Indian release, uh, the documentary on Henry Boucher, yeah. uh, will be releasing at the end of this month in January. Uh, and that is produced by uh, Leah Hale. Um, mm-hmm. And she'll actually be joining us next Monday with Dr. Stately on Native Roots Radio. So that'll be a good 
good time. Yeah, it'll be a good time. And Dr. Stately's uh, sons are in that documentary and kind of sounded like uh, last week, Dr. Stately was saying that uh, they were playing the young, uh, maybe uh, doing a reenactment kind of thing in the documentary. What I see that style is happening a lot late, a lot lately um, of a documentary that they'll be, you know, reenacting some of the greatness of uh, the great late Henry Boucher, uh, that uh, uh, passed away this past year. And so it'll be great to see and, and uh, we'll be there getting tickets to see that too. And it'll be a great guest. Yeah, exactly. Well, to talk a little bit more about uh, Leah, she comes from the Sisseton, Wapiton, Dakota, and Diné nations, and she's a resident here in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, she's a producer for Twin Cities PBS and is best known for her first feature documentary, The People's Protectors. Uh, Vision Maker Media Grant Production and winner of the 2019 Upper Midwest Emmy Award for Outstanding Cultural Documentary. Wow. Yeah, that should be an applause there. If I push the right button. That's an awesome deal. What else is going on, Haley? Well, we were talking uh, about, I know we've talked about Robbie Robertson. And of course, we've talked about Mm -hmm. the film Killers of the Flower Moon plenty of times on here. Um, But I know Robbie Robertson and his scores for that film were up for a lot of awards. And Robbie Robertson, um, if, you know, our listeners might not know who this is. I mean, I'm sure they might. But uh, Robbie was a Canadian musician, um, but well-known. And and, uh, with Bob Dylan and all those guys, right? And he played in the band and. Uh, with Bob Dylan and all those guys back in the 60s, early 70s, and he's been just representing yeah. you know native, the native community for many many years, and it's really sad to see his his passing at 80 years old. Um, did a lot of great things. Produced Ulala. We play their music uh, for bumper music. He produced that, mm-hmm. uh, and just I think he had a lot to do with John Trudeau's uh, Trudell's. Uh, uh, poetry and music together mixture um, and help produce that. So uh, never afraid to be uh, counted in as a Native American. So he's greatly will be greatly missed, but he has such a legacy in all this work over the past years. And I know um, you might have a clip here we could play play out. Is that what you want to do, Haley? Uh, yeah, we could take a listen. Uh, this is one of my favorites from the soundtrack, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. But this is Robbie Robertson. Um, and the title of this song is I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Let's give her a listen. I'm here for a reason. The story needs to be told. It lives inside a tradition Deep within the soul And I can't change the past It's written in blood On the trail of tears Where tears became a flood Yeah But I'm still standing I'm still standing I'm still standing under the sun I know why the coyote cries in the dead of night and I know where the eagle flies in the dying light I've been here for you can remember you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and we'll be right back it's The vanishing breed 
As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. Life can be hectic. Sometimes the pressure can feel like too much, and the emotions can be overwhelming. Hennepin County's Cope Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. One year ago, I was in the accident, which nearly killed me. The last year has been a lot of work recovering, and positivity has been a key. Staying positive, I no longer refer to the accident as an accident, but rather the day my Toyota Sienna from Rudy Luther Toyota saved my life. That's a factual statement, and the main reason why I'll always own one for the rest of my life. Some places will talk about auto safety, but I'm a living example of why you and your family can trust a Toyota from Rudy Luther Toyota. Go test drive one today and try the hybrids. They're fantastic. Rudy Luther Toyota on 394 in Golden Valley. Hey, it's Patrick. The holidays are finally over and life is returning to normal. Except now you're noticing all those stains left on the carpet from the holiday company. So it's time to call my cleaning heroes at Zero Res. The new year is here and it's time to take advantage of Zero Res's best deal of the year. Carpets, tile, rugs, upholstery, basically every surface in your home can be Zero Resified. And don't forget about your air ducts to alleviate allergies and asthma and improve air quality in your home during these long winter days. Don't DIY it. Call Zero Res because you know they're safe and effective. The gotta love it guarantee makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero Res absolutely stands behind every cleaning. This month, get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and take an extra $75 off when you get your air duct Zero Res clean. Schedule your appointment today. Go to ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 9520-RES and ask for the AM950 special. Zero Res. Thanks to everyone who's continued to support AM950. Good news, the AM950 2024 calendar is ready to go, featuring photos that took around Minnesota and important progressive dates. Members that sign up with a one-time $25 membership will receive a 2024 AM950 calendar as a thank you. Make a one-time $50 or $100 donation, you'll get the AM950 calendar and the brand new AM950 tote bag as a thank you. Go to am950radio.com for all the details on the membership. That's am950radio.com. Thank you so much for supporting AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Partly cloudy overnight with a low of 4 below, wind chills of 15 below. Saturday, sunny high of 9, but wind chills of 15 below in the morning. Make your next meal one to remember with an Eat Local Minnesota restaurant or food purveyor. See the current list of Eat Local Minnesota restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. That's Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, give and give plenty. We really appreciate uh, everyone that gave over the time of COVID. We really needed that funding and to keep going. Uh, 
uh, on our radio show. So I really appreciate that. Hey, we're here with Justin Brokenrope. And uh, first of all, I really love your name. And it's good to see you again. And second off, we just played a little bit of music there. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. But first, I'd love to have you introduce yourself again to our audience. Sure. Oh, Madak Yepi, Justice Broken Rope, Maki Apido, Chante Washte, Nape Chuz Apido, Sichanko, Yanke, Himataha, Nakuona, Watecha Records, Wawa, Dakekte. Hello, my relatives. My name's Justice Broken Rope. Uh, I'm enrolled over at Rosebud uh, Reservation, South Dakota. Today, I'm going to talk about Watecha Records. Yeah, let's get right into it. We just played a, a little cut there uh, that you're working with. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Wachache uh, Records. Yeah, so Wachache Records um, basically is kind of a project that I started a little over a year ago. Um, I, I was, I've was i been collecting records for, I don't know, since I was in middle school or something, and um at a certain point realized that uh, these records I was collecting and like these bands I was finding out about intersected with kind of our cultural identity. And so I started just picking up any native records that I would find. Uh, and these would usually be like country or folk or like 60s, 70s rock records. Uh, and a lot of them were kind of underground artists or never made it off the reservations. And so I thought at this point in time, I should start trying to catalog these and upload them and uh, ideally make them more accessible and available for their families and communities that they came from. So yeah, for the, for the past year, I've been trying to document uh, and kind of archive these records and then concurrently with that DJing them as well. Wow. That's so, awesome. Where, where can people find uh, the records you have uh, documented so far? Uh, the ones that I've digitized are they go up on YouTube. Usually I try and get three or four albums up a month. Um, and then everything is also posted on an Instagram account. Uh, and both of those are watecha.records, uh, W-A-T-H-E-C-A dot records. Um, but yeah, everything goes up on there. And I still have probably a couple hundred records I haven't digitized yet. So it's going to be an ongoing thing. Well, that's awesome. So do you just put the picture of the album up uh, for for YouTube? Is that is that how you, is that how people can visually see it too yep yeah i'll scan or take a photo of um the sleeve of the jacket the front and the back and then uh any other information usually that i can put on the description uh like if you can find out who's in the band or what families they're from reservations etc wow that's awesome i love history and that's uh that's history and uh that's unmarked history too and especially in those days when you could cut an album uh and basically sell it and promote it yourself. It isn't so controlled like the record companies are nowadays. Um, yeah. I, I, so who are some of your favorite, what, what are some of your favorite albums uh, that you've discovered? And I want to ask you too, what were you surprised uh, about? You know, what surprised you the most? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe when someone asked me that question, like, well, who's your favorite native rock band? Um, it's hard to pick one, but this band Sugluck comes to mind. They're like a seven, I think mid seventies band um, up in uh, Canada, first nations Inuit band. And uh, they just sound like their reservations version of CCR. They, they absolutely rock. And when you listen to, you know, that people were going buck wild at wherever they were playing back in the day. Uh, and I've seen photos of them and yeah, I mean, wearing the leather fringe jackets and, bell bottoms and boots and uh i don't know that's probably my favorite band that i've come across through this um i'm lakota so buddy redbow is a huge one for me um uh winterhawk morris belknap i think he's a patchy uh country guy in the early 70s so those are some of the ones that i go back to and default to as as my favorites but it's kind of this ongoing thing where i this is like you were saying kind of something that hasn't been documented much at all. And so I keep finding things uh, and a lot of it's been overlooked because yeah, these were native artists back in a day when it wasn't popular to be a native artist and they weren't able to get off the reservation or get much radio play. And so these things are out there and they haven't been digitized. They're not on Spotify, not on YouTube a lot of the time. 
So just trying to find them and bring them out to a wider audience when I can. That's awesome. So in, in this process, have you found anyone that's in these bands or uh, have they reached out to you or, or is, is anyone go, that's my record or that's my uncle's record? Yeah, actually. And that's kind of where the most rewarding part of this is, is on the YouTube videos. Um, they, uh, their relatives will comment a lot of the time. And uh, that's been, you know, it's brought tears to my eyes a couple of times where I'll see someone who, you know, it's like, oh, my grandma used to play this record while she was cooking. I haven't heard it in 40 years. Or, uh, yeah, we used to sing this song when we were in boarding school. Like, it's just uh, some of them can be really heavy, but they're always coming from a really positive place. And it's just great to be able to, I don't know, we live in this era where you can upload anything at any time. But when someone can connect with music like that again, that they maybe haven't heard in 40, 50 years, you know, I think that's really powerful. And so... For me, that's that's the most important part is trying to get these records out there and uh, making it so people can hear them again because they're hard to find and a lot of them are really expensive sometimes because they're so rare. Uh, but I want the families and the communities they're from to hear them first and foremost. That's amazing. Uh, you could almost do a whole show on on that, uh, do a podcast or or whatever on that because. Uh, music's good medicine. I was going to ask you too, uh, were there any Chicago-like bands back that you've run into, a horn band of any kind? Because I uh, played trumpet for 40 years. Yeah, I think um, maybe Archie Kavanaugh, I believe. Uh, I can't remember what tribe he is from. One of his records got reissued, but that's more kind of on um, like almost there's a lot of like disco beats but adult contemporary and so a lot of horns and things like that on that but yeah i can send you some stuff that i know of uh if you track cool. down too <laughs> that would be cool and it would be really cool too is that uh if you find somebody we'd love to have you have them come on and interview them uh, on native Brits radio that would be really cool um because that's a gold mine that's history uh that's music as you know with the powwows and our all the different songs we have uh, really hit us in our heart. And so, you know, there, there's, you know, we were, we were making music and we were also in the music business and uh, you know, not just Robbie Robertson, but thank goodness he was around for when he was around and, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we can't add uh, Buffy St. Marie anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We we can have a album burning uh, a, a night or something here on Native Roots Radio, but there's more, and I think that's in in all seriousness. I think that's one of the the things that that we have to remind ourselves as Native Americans is that there's a lot more artists out there that are being portrayed, whether it's actors, singers um, that are Native American that are you know not getting the thumbs up okayed by our white community, but are in, been in our native community all these years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure that um, these, these albums and these bands can be heard by the people that heard them first and who were they, they were made for. And um, I don't know. I just think that's so genuine. And a lot of the times they're talking about their communities or what they were doing to have fun, like anything going on at that time back then. But but yeah, it's uh, it's from a real place, and it's from kind of the overlooked artists of the genre back in the day. So, so when you DJ, uh, tell us a little bit about that. So I think of a DJ because I'm, you know, I'm a hip dude from an NWA era. It's not the <laughs> same kind of, not the same kind of uh, DJing. It's more of playing these music uh, through. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, and where and and uh, what we would expect to hear and see when you do that yeah so uh i do do physical like djing at events i have turntables and um you know in the twin cities it's been like yeah four sisters farmers market um that owamni water festival things like that i'll get invited to uh i dj'd uh an indigenous film event at the walker recently um so i do that and yeah i, I People can book me for doing those sort of things. And then I also have a couple radio shows um, that have 
streamed from these platforms beloved out of Chicago and then NTS that's based in London. And so those are nice because I get to um, create the whole recording in Dakota. So any of the, any of me yammering on during the, the session is all in Dakota. There's no English spoken on them. So that, wow. that is in line with the kind of my language revitalization component where we're creating more media in Dakota and Lakota to have out there. So, yeah, those are kind of the main two outlets that I have for doing this. Well, let's play. You know, what, what do you want to say about the band that we're playing right now? Uh, this is Washita Love Child by Jesse Ed Davis, a Kiowa guitarist from Oklahoma, but he did sessions with George Harrison, Clapton, Taj Mahal. Just wrote a bunch of bangers and a true rocker. Wow. Hey, uh, so we're, let's talk about the YouTube. We're, what's the YouTube called again? The YouTube's uh, watecha.records, uh, W-A-T-H-E-C-A dot records. And it's the same with Instagram as well. Um, and then that's also my email uh, for contacting me for gigs or information, things like that. So it's uh, it's out there. But yeah, if um, you just look up Watecha Records on Google, you'll find some stuff. Hopefully, a record that you haven't heard in 30, 40 years. Justin, we got to do this again and have a longer segment because I think there's more we can dive into. Hey, thanks for coming in, and let's uh, catch up again. And Peeny Gigi, thank you for all your other work, too, too, uh, as a language instructor and keeping keeping, uh, our Native community alive. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis Air. Air stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's native communities. Minneapolis Air dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. No matter if you're eating out or cooking something at home, EatLocalMinnesota.com has you covered with a list of locally owned restaurants and food purveyors. Locally owned Vinaigrette has been offering the finest olive oil and vinegar since 2009. Reintroduce yourself to all the many flavors by tasting before you buy. From darker white balsamic to cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil from all over the world, there is something for everyone. Vinaigrette, located at 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis or at VinaigretteMN.com. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for fun. Enjoy the fantastic food like their pizzas, burgers, and sandwiches, the best bowling in Minnesota, their wildly popular outdoor patio, great drink specials, all the big games on their numerous screens, and it's the perfect place for your next private event, even large gatherings for over 200. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for everyone. Have fun at the Park Tavern, Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park. Hey, welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? Hey, it's uh, Fun Fact Friday and we got uh, Wendy on the line here. And I want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife, Wendy. Wendy has been an animal advocate for many years and She's a founder of Native Roots Radio, and we're uh, celebrating seven years this month. And uh, 
Uh, I just want to say a big peeny gee thank you, Wendy, for all your support and being on every show for six and a half years. <laughs> wow. Well, I really appreciate that, Robert. <laughs> thank you, Haley. I hope it lasts for 17 years. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about that. I hope so. Yeah. Well, Haley yeah. will be the host then, and I'll be in the elder chair mm-hmm. pointing at stuff mm-hmm. angrily. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, we, we've been doing our sacred animal section uh, for all these years, and I know you do a Fun Fact Friday, but I remember uh, in the beginning, I only gave you two minutes, and then uh, it went all the way up to uh, a segment, and then we did Pilot's Progressive Party, and then that was pretty much your show, and you could talk about anything you want, and uh, mm-hmm. here we are with a with a standing segment for you anytime to come on and uh, talk about our sacred uh, relatives. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my data, Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And it's always my pleasure to do that. And I have a little article here from the Humane Society of the United States, and it's talks about five ways to protect your pets in winter. And we are in the grip of really, really cold weather right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to skip down to the bottom because the last thing that they ask you to do is to seek help. And to if you see an animal who's in distress, who's locked outside, who's tied up outside, um, to do something about it. Just don't, you know, turn the other way and pretend and think that the dog is okay or the cat is okay because it's not Mm -hmm. so call your local um you know local authorities you could you could try and go over and talk with the owner and see what happens that's usually not always a good idea but um anyway keep your pets sheltered and the humane society of the united states the first sentence is keep your pets inside with you and your family because they are right they are family mm-hmm. members yeah. um under no circumstances should uh pet cats be left outdoors even if they roam outside during other seasons mm-hmm. dogs are happiest when taken out frequently for walks and exercise but keep them inside the rest of the time don't leave pets outdoors when the temperature drops mm. Um, if your dog is outside much of the day for any reason, they must be protected by a dry, draft-free shelter that is large enough to allow them to move comfortably, but small enough to hold in body heat. The floor should be raised a few inches from the ground and covered with cedar shavings or straw. They say like to let blankets and towels get wet and get damp, and they actually cause more harm than good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the doorway should be covered with a, a waterproof burlap or heavy plastic. Pets who spend a lot of time outdoors need some food and water because keeping warm depletes energy. Routinely check your pet's water dish uh, to make certain the water is fresh and unfrozen. unfrozen. Use mm. plastic food and water bowls when the temperature is low uh, your pet's tongue can stick and freeze to metal Um, again I don't if you have a pet keep it inside end of story Um, if you see something say something Uh, bundle up and wipe wipe down Uh, no matter what the temperature is wind chill can threaten a pet's life Mm. expose skin on noses ears and paw pads are at risk for frostbite and hypothermia during extreme cold snaps. For this reason, short-haired dogs often feel more comfortable wearing a sweater, even (laughs) during short walks. (laughs) (laughs) I know our chihuahuas, you know what, there's a a cute little video out there on TikTok um, about a little... is it American Greyhound, the real small Greyhound? Mm-hmm. And this dog is like, <laughs> they have them in like a whole suit with earmuffs and little <laughs> boots and everything for him to go outside. So <laughs> Mickey wouldn't I handle, know. Mickey wouldn't deal with that. He was uh, into his own fashion. Mickey or old I know. It's so cute though. The dog seemed to like it though and went outside to play with all that uh, stuff on him. 
But rock salt and other chemicals used to melt snow and ice irritate the pads of oh. your pet's feet. So uh, wipe all the paws with a damp towel before your pet licks them mm -hmm. and irritates their mouth. Um, I didn't know that. I wipe Wanda's paws uh, when we get back just because they're wet. And I don't want it all over the floor. I don't want it to go all over the couch. I don't right. want it, you know, in our bed. So oh. that's why I do it. I didn't realize, it didn't even occur to me that that salt and the other chemicals, if she licks it, could irritate her mouth. But that makes uh, perfect sense, you yeah, know? Definitely. Well, I know well, in the a, years past, Wendy, you've, uh, you've put together heated uh, apartments for our uh our animals out there, not the raccoons, but uh, we have possums. And, and I remember one year with one of your houses, uh, there was a little teeny mouse that was living in that big old. I know. <laughs> I don't care who lives in it or who utilizes the warm space. As long as somebody's warm, I don't care yeah. uh, who it is. Yeah. So it's just a tote, a plastic tote with a little cutout house. Uh, you know, a little door, mm -hmm. and then inside there's styrofoam, and then in between the styrofoam and the plastic tote is, um, like, for insulation, you put, like, cedar chips yep. and pack it in there really good and then uh, put the top on. Uh, and I have, some, I have some fabric that I cut uh, for, like, a doorway so that the animal could go in and out, and then um, these little flaps like come down and keep it you know the wind from going inside mm -hmm. and i buy um like a outdoor heating pad for animals mm -hmm. and put it in there with cedar chips on top so and then it's plugged in it uses it uses minimal electric um yeah. i mean you wouldn't even notice it that's how little um electric it uses but you know i mean it could be the difference between life and death for a, for an animal. Oh, it was Wanda. And we did have um, a mouse, a mice living in that house, so that's okay. Aww. As long as somebody uses it, that's okay. I think Wanda... Did we talk about antifreeze? Oh, no, we haven't. Yeah, okay. So remove common poisons. Antifreeze, which you use a lot in the winter, right? Right. It's yeah. a deadly poison, but it has a sweet taste that right. may attract animals and children. So really mm. be careful. Mm. So wipe up any antifreeze spills immediately and keep it in all household chemicals out of the reach. Yeah. Uh, coolants and antifreeze make, uh, made with uh, pro propylene, Propylene glycol are less toxic to pets, wildlife, and family. Um, wow. Dogs are at particular risk of salt poisoning in winter due to the rock salt used oh. in many areas. Often when licking it, like we said before, often when licking it from their paws after a walk. Mm. Store de-icing salt in a safe place and wipe your dog's paws uh, even after a short walk. Mm. Um, and I will continue to do that. Um, so let's see. They talk about horses too. So if you have a horse, of course you want to keep them in a barn or a three-sided run so they can escape the wind and cold. And then again, I'm going to say it again. Speak out. If you see something, say something. Yeah. Don't let animals suffer in this cold weather. And hopefully the weather will turn around quickly. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Wendy, and happy seven years on Native Ritz Radio. And uh, enjoy your day with uh, little Wanda and uh, keep keep her cool and keep her fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Thanks, Haley. Thanks, Wendy. All right. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier now. We are, we are